This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Welcome to Happy Class. This is a special bonus series of the Live Free Creative podcast, where I, Miranda Anderson, give you a little bit of an inside scoop into my Master of Applied Positive Psychology program at UPenn. I am going to spend the 2022-2023 school year diving deep into the science of well-being, answering the question, what makes life worth living? And I'm excited to share little bits and pieces along the way with you. So whether you're interested in what's it like being in graduate school as an almost 40-year-old, or if you, like me, are interested in living a little bit better life, I hope that you'll enjoy these quick, thoughtful insights as to the things that I'm learning and what I think about them. Hop into my backpack. Let's head on in to happy class. Here we are in week nine of the MAP program. I am a full week home from the summit, which I shared about last week in happy class, and happy to report that I'm still feeling a little bit of the in-person high. That connection runs really deep. It reminds me of the power of being together with people in person, how those in-person connections really have an ability to like change your physiology, change your perspective, help you feel more supported post-connection, even though I'm not together in person with my classmates anymore. I've been on a couple calls with classmates this week, and because I now have that memory of them in person, of heights and facial expressions and hugs and hanging out and conversation outside of class together, I feel more deeply connected when we're now back to virtual. It's really an interesting phenomenon and and reminds me of how important it is for us to spend time in person with people. Technology has had a way over the last couple decades of replacing our in-person physiological, connective, communal ability to be in person with one another with this sort of second tier digital connection. And while there is research that shows that we, you know, it is beneficial to connect digitally with people, there's just no arguing with it being even more beneficial, natural, expected, and needed for our bodies to be with other bodies, our, ourselves to be with other people. 
it's good timing for me to be thinking of this and remembering this as I'm preparing to spend this coming weekend in person with a different type of cohort, this incredible group of women who have signed up and registered to join me at Creative Camp in Isle of Palms, South Carolina. I developed Creative Camp four years ago when I needed and craved both in-person connection and space to work independently as a creative entrepreneur, gathering women together where we have the ability to create relationships and support each other and learn about one another and really deep friendships have come out of these creative camps. Although while we are together, a lot of the time is spent in independent, deep focus time. It's a really special marriage of in-person connection and individual work. One of the taglines of Creative Camp is that we take care of you so you can take care of your most important work. It's been a really special and effective way to both create friendship, connection, and also help people to bring forth creative projects that they've been sitting on or or need space and time to work on. So I'm really looking forward to that. And this time is kind of coming full circle. At Fall Creative Camp last year, 2021, I worked on my application essay for the MAP program. And during my hot seat, I shared the draft and you know, was able to make some edits to that. In fact, two of the women who are past participants at Creative Camp helped me shape my resume as well as edit my essay, which led me to being accepted to the program. And this year at Fall Creative Camp, this weekend, I have a ton of homework that I'm going to be working on while we have our deep work hours and our uninterrupted work time. Uh, I have school projects and papers that I will be working on that some of which are due while I am at the retreat. So I'm looking forward to this full circle moment. Class this week has looked a little bit different than it has in previous sessions. There is one class where normally, well up until now we've been assigned a paper or an essay to finish out the section and this distance learning period we've been assigned a video. My understanding of the video is that it's not like an edited, you know, composed production, rather a candid chance to explain with words and voice some of the things that we've learned from the exercises we've been working on. I am really looking forward to it. It's been interesting talking to my cohort, my small group. Some of the women in my group, the other students, are really overwhelmed by the idea of creating a video. It is not within their comfort zone or wheelhouse at all. And I feel the exact opposite. Making a video seems so much easier to me than sitting down and composing a multi-page essay. It's something that I do regularly for work. I post these short reels on Instagram that are little bits and pieces of the podcast. I've been sitting down and recording a podcast with, you know, a limited outline of notes for over four years now. So the idea of turning on my camera and talking through the things that I'm learning feels so comfortable and so much less work than a paper. I'm really looking forward to it. I appreciate having a little bit of a dynamic assignment in this class that not every learning session is the exact same and the expectation of the way that we present our information and you know the things we've learned isn't the same. 
I have two other papers for two other classes due this learning period, and so having a video thrown in there feels like a nice break for me. Another thing that's been interesting about this section in particular is that we have a couple different classes that have invited us to do daily exercises as part of our learning process. So in one class, we're doing a 20-minute meditation and mindfulness exercise. And in another class, we're partnering with someone to complete some other daily assignments. So while we have the end of session papers and assignments due, there's also been some daily upkeep, which is both fun and interesting. I really like the application, so being able to think about some of these things applying to my daily life rather than just living in the world of theory has felt really fun for me. It also is another thing to remember. My older sister, who I roped into a group exercise in the last session, agreed again to be my partner for one of the assignments for this session. And that's been fun because we normally talk every few days, just catch up on regular day-to-day life. This assignment has given us an added purpose to the conversation where I'm actually checking in regarding how the assignment's going for her, and she's asking how it's going for me. And then in a couple days, we're going to have an actual meeting, you know, a Zoom or a FaceTime to chat through the way that it went this last week, some reflections that all then enter into a discussion thread. It's been kind of fun to have an added purpose beyond just like the day-to-day of our lives, but to be working together on something you know, working individually, but together as accountability partners on improving our lives. So that's been really fun. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. The other thing that was kind of notable this week was that I was invited to join my sisters-in-law for a girls trip in Washington, D.C., I came home from the summit on Monday afternoon, and the girls' trip began on Tuesday, so I opted out of the first couple days just to recover and see my kids and sort of get back on top of life. And then I spent Friday and Saturday up in the D.C. area with my sisters-in-law and my mother-in-law and my aunt-in-law. Those couple days of leaving my computer behind and just acknowledging that I wouldn't be working on schoolwork because I was going to be doing this other thing were so helpful. It was so lovely to just let my body and mind recover from the fire hose-like information that I've been absorbing for the last eight weeks. It was a good reminder to me of the necessity of rest even within the, you know, turbulence of 
what for me is a graduate school degree, what for you might be early motherhood or a hard time in work, a busy season. We have to take that time to rest and recover in order to be able to function optimally and enjoy our lives in the meantime. I have not read all of the readings yet for this section, which is kind of funny because we're coming up on like I have this week and then half a week before class again comes quickly. I did read all of the papers for one of the classes because I tried to complete the paper early. I'm actually going to turn it in tonight. It's not due until Friday, but I wanted to get ahead on a few things so that I can really enjoy the retreat. One of the theories that I thought was so interesting that I read about as I prepared to write this theory paper was the idea of hope theory. Have you ever heard of hope theory? I have always thought of hope as an emotion. It sort of lives on the shelf with faith and transcends, you know, everyday life into the realm of spirituality and hoping for things that you might not know or see or begin to understand. Hope has always felt like this big warm hug. And hope theory breaks it down into a more practical everyday approach to help us take steps towards our goals. To give you a little background and a quick overview of hope theory, I'm going to refer to a an article written by McGuire, Moe, and Lopez from 2015. It will be in the show notes if you want to do a deeper dive. According to the authors, hope theory is made up the, of these three specific elements, which are defining a goal, defining pathways or strategies in order to achieve it, and having the agency or the belief in yourself to build and maintain motivation toward achieving your goal. In this way, we're talking about hope as not only like a nebulous, big, warm hug, we're also talking about the way in which hope can be bottled up into these elements and added to our lives in necessary doses in order for us to move forward towards our dreams. This article describes four strategies for boosting hope. And these include hope finding, which is like identifying goals and what that looks like to have the desire and motivation for that goal. Hope bonding, which basically means that you have an accountability partner, a friend, or maybe it's a therapist, maybe it's a coach, someone who's going to work with you and help you as you move in the direction of your goal. And they'll boost your hope along the way. Hope enhancing is When we are able to identify hope, we can use stories to think about hopeful situations. Maybe we read about when other people have achieved similar things, and that gives us sort of a blueprint of what that looks like and boosts our hope. And finally, hope reminding, which sort of brings us full circle, that as we use hope or this sort of forward motivation to better our lives, that our lives feel a little bit better and our hope increases and we're reminded of our ability to make positive change in our lives. I loved thinking about the practical use of hope, these specific strategies that we can use to remind ourselves that we're capable and what we're capable of. Of course, you don't want to use hope to stretch yourself beyond into like this unrealistic realm. Rather, we can use hope and hope theory to align our skills, desires, and capabilities with the outcomes that we would like or would hope for 
in our lives. A goal is anything that you desire to experience, create, get, do, or become. And through the application of hope in a systematic way, we can achieve those things. We can experience, create, get, do, or become whatever we want. It might take a long time. We might have to use different skill sets and call in different tools and assistance along the way. And there's something really cool about breaking down a really big idea into small steps that enable us to move in the direction of our dreams. As I finish out this week's happy class, I will invite you to think about and consider what do you hope for right now in your life? And how can you use these hope strategies to get you there? This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. 